Hello and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast and as we did at the start of the year for the first episode, I'm going to do it for the last one, two nerds talk about video games. Yes, and it's an apt one for this episode Yeah, because we are doing a Christmas special. Yeah, to be more specific. Award! Award! Yes, that's right. These are the games that get our awards for the year 2020. <laughs> that's it. And if you don't know, as always, this is the Press the Action Button podcast, and I'm joined by my brother, Newman. And I am Yusuf. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to have a look back at the year 2020, and we wanted to do three different kind of awards each. I have some honorable mentions also. We want to talk about the our favourite games of the year uh, and also just other games that we came to this year so you know maybe it might be a nice thing for if anybody hasn't played like the brand new games of the year it might be a nice thing to go oh yeah that was a class game that's good fun to remember or to look back and maybe maybe play it this year maybe play it in the new year agreed but let's not pretend this has been a normal year Yusuf no (laughs) (laughs) this isn't a, a look back at 90s pop music this is a look back at the shittest year I remember but but and here's a silver lining mm-hmm. there has been several good games and actually it you know when you suggested this idea and you were like oh yeah you know our best game is 2020 I was like yeah, yeah that's going to be perfect I mean I've played loads of games of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately I hadn't uh, I just thought that they were recent games but they weren't so no no yeah um, yeah maybe that might be tricky <laughs> yeah yeah um, which I don't know I think sometimes it, it's alright because when I get a game uh, a little bit later than somebody else I'm like oh I want to talk about this and some, sometimes I watch YouTube videos on it yeah. but when I listen to a podcast they're already on the latest one you know when it's in, like an official one by something and that's great when it's something I get on the day but when I don't get to do that like for example I wish I had a Playstation 5 now but I don't Yeah. so yeah. as a lot of people talk about it, it's like oh that's cool or I want to play Astro's Playroom but no one's talking about that anymore well here right you really want a PlayStation 5. I also really want a PlayStation 5. But, like, what games are you really looking to play in it? So, one thing I want to do is... I um, There's a couple of games which are going to be part of their free list, which you, which you now get with PlayStation 5. Yeah. Like Bloodborne, for example, which oh, I really yeah, want to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's an old game. I could play that now. But, yeah. basically, my plan is to get a PlayStation 5. I didn't think it would be this quickly this difficult to get you yeah, know yeah. Um, because they kept on talking about how they were going to make more and they did apparently produce more than they normally do on the launch but they just sold out like mad yeah Um. so they're kind of ones but I know what you mean yeah there's no big whoa wow that's a big launch title that didn't really happen this year yeah yeah and I can I just say at this stage I'm very disappointed that Brexit is happening yes Um. mostly because I can't order stuff off Amazon anymore <laughs> You were saying this to me, like, yeah, what happens now? Because if, if anybody doesn't know, know, Amazon in Ireland... There is none. Yeah, is .co.uk. That's yeah. the one that you get sent to. Yeah. Um, and, of course, on there are individual stores or whatever. But, like, now, to avoid custom fees, do we have to order from, like, Amazon Germany? Yeah, I was thinking Germany or France, probably, I guess. And I don't know, like, because I have Prime membership, which I bought just before Prime Day. And I've kept it because it's been kind of good. Right. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with that because I can't reap the benefits of uh, you know delivery that ain't going to come is going to charge me all types of crap mm. so uh, yeah Boris shame on you <laughs> um, yeah I don't really know how it's going to work but you know it might actually be a really good opportunity for um, another European counterpart because like, look yeah it's great to support Irish business but 
sometimes, especially when I came over this year and I was trying to buy some things when things were hard to get a hold of, and the stock in Ireland is just so limited. That's the thing. I mean, I'm not like, I'm all for supporting your local businesses and all that kind of stuff, but if your local businesses are terrible, I mean, you know, uh, yes, you can like compromise a little bit, but if like, you know, if they don't have any stock or if, you know, you order something and you don't get it for two months, you're going to go with Amazon. I'm sorry, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, this is is kind of how big shops do it and I know somebody who was trying to get a couch this year I mean yeah of course maybe COVID made it a little bit worse but uh, it took nine months to get it and she threw out her furniture you never throw out the furniture before you get the new one in well yeah she probably should have done that well I think she um, she didn't do it from the very beginning but like they were like oh it'll be two months or whatever then I think it was like the no, day right. you know a week or so before it was about to arrive she got rid of something so they were on a like a uh, outdoor furniture <laughs> not all of it but some of it was very good uh, yeah so it's <laughs> so it's a bit annoying yeah so that's how long sometimes this shit takes you know what these furniture companies should do and this is a business idea people they should take the old sofas with them and dump them for you why don't they do that why do I have to get a, a feckin skip each time because they don't want to pay for it yeah well factor it into <laughs> the price um, I don't want to pay an extra 50 quid for my couch though if I'm not getting rid of one no I mean if you are getting them to take it well then you're just making me charge you more oh you mean you want to be able to pay more yeah I want them to take it away and give me the new one I don't want to have to get rid of the old one myself alright yeah I don't know I guess they don't yeah. want so here we go that's my business idea now you don't need me because I've just told you it so just put it outside your house and someone will take it yeah maybe don't you hate when people come into your garden and they're looking through your skip? Even though stuff you've thrown away, it's like, get off of my pavement. <laughs> I don't mind them having a look and taking it, because it's better than it going to waste. But I don't like, sometimes they're a bit too close to the exactly. house. Exactly, they're looking in the window and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, get away from me. Yeah, because you're, you're sitting there watching the couch, you see someone's head bobbing by. And exactly. Okay, don't know what you're doing there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, sorry, we haven't even asked, have you been playing anything? I've been playing Ace Combat 7 and loving it. Oh, very good. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And I was wrong, it isn't David Hayter. It's just someone who's probably doing a David Hayter impression. Okay, yeah. But uh, no, it's a great pick-up-and-play uh, game in the Lilac Wars-esque world. Um, it's not great, but for what it is, it's like an arcade game. It scratches know? that itch of that type exactly. of game you're looking for. Exactly, yeah. So I, I'm really enjoying that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's ever played one of them before. Yeah, I didn't even know there were six previous, so look, I got it for peanuts, really. well, 25 euro. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll do, it'll Good. do. What about you? So, I've still been playing Nino Kuni, ah. the uh, JRPG with Studio Ghibli. It's pronounced Studio Ghibli. Stu- <laughs> I'm saying Studio Ghibli. <laughs> it's okay, it's not great, it feels a little yeah, dated, yeah. to be honest with you. Um it started off pretty fantastical there was a lot of like fully animated kind of sequences and voice acting and stuff which was great and I loved that Um, but then it just kind of I don't know it just seemed to be lacking a little something it was just a little bit samesy going on Um, even though it's not uh, turn based you can move around to the battles a fair bit but it's just I don't know it just seems a lot of the later RPGs I've played Mm. give you a bit more there's a bit more going on alright yeah all right. but it does something which I really like and I think more games should do it and uh, a game on my list the no. hint yeah, go on. Uh, is that they've got a character who is he's like meant to be kind of Welsh and he's got like a Welsh accent on him and stuff Yeah. and I just I lo- love when so few games do this when they just give you a character 
and they have like a bit of a personality to them and a way they talk because instead of just drawing on you know a page you can draw on a lot of things like like do you remember in Shadow of Mordor yeah do you remember there was like the one villain and his name was Bruce and he was Australian I think he was New Zealander no I thought he was Australian oh, I can't remember I don't know but you remember that yeah, you know what exactly. I mean the way he talks or whatever yeah. but like even, even that, that that's a fine thing to do and you know what? it doesn't need to be you know it can be from anywhere but just it, when they go a bit more like that I think that's quite cool rather yeah. than a bit of a they did that in Avengers as well where Thor was fat and he was playing computer games with the blue rock guy who had a New Zealand accent yeah that's Taika Waititi that's the uh, director of Thor Ragnarok oh yeah alright yeah 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 he's really good yeah but exactly that you remember those characters yeah, yeah. even though like that's an exaggerated version of his accent yeah you remember those characters because there's just something a bit like oh this is a bit different you yeah, know true. and I like that true um, who doesn't love accents you do. You love I doing love accents. Them, yeah. Please don't. Do them all day. Do yeah. so. No, I'm not going to do anything now. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, let's try and get into some news. Well, I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. Now, all the news is about Cyberpunk 2077. Ah. Oh, boy. I'm disappointed about that. So am I. And I, as I was researching this, I got more disappointed and a little angry. Mm, you're angry you angry. didn't buy the game no I didn't so you're angry at yourself for not buying it no um, I mean this is uh, so I was pretty confident I think I will when, when I eventually get a Playstation 5 I'll get this game it yeah. looks quite cool um, I love the idea of the world and I've seen some absolutely gorgeous screenshots of it yeah. like, it looks unbelievable mm. um, so if anybody doesn't know, I'm sure you do by now, that Sony has um, recalled it from their online store and mm. they've offered refunds to a lot of people. Um, Xbox or Microsoft have started doing it as well. You're able to get your refunds from it if you if you bought it straight from them. Um, so apparently CD Projekt Red, the creators of Cyberpunk, started it with discussing it with kind of Sony and then Sony were like, they kind of stepped up as well. And they were like, okay, we will, you know, we'll, we'll kind of go for this thing here. To you refund. know about the refunds? Yes, the refunds, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, because it basically doesn't work on the base PlayStation uh, 4 and Xbox uh, One X. Okay. Or Xbox One. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it, do, it doesn't work on the what is now the last gen consoles. Mm. Apparently, it's also pretty buggy on the later gen consoles. PC, apparently, works pretty good. Okay. It works pretty good. Um, so the reason I got angry because I heard something about the uh, you're never angry I know yeah because I think these games like I think the stuff is hard and I think it's you, you know I, I was thinking look I don't blame um, this company because they probably had a marketing they had to do it's definitely not the artist's fault and a lot of people working in there yeah where <clears throat> like they're going no you need to hit this target it's like we're trying to do something ambitious and you know mm. those, those things always go over all the time and they were going for it you know mm. um, but they're like no you need to hit it by the Christmas market and I also I understand to a certain point that they're going you know it's we probably wouldn't have given this much money into it if it wasn't going to come out on a Christmas release because mm. you get more money from it but when they went and they did the reviews so they sent out um some copies to different magazines and whoever different organizations to review it they only sent the pc version they didn't send any console versions out apparently and they wouldn't let other people capture their own gameplay of it they would only let they would only do what they sent and now the question is and look sometimes you know places go you can't review this uh, you can't talk about this section because it's a big spoiler or um 
because we uh, want people to like, experience that themselves yeah. or whatever. And that's fine. That's absolutely grand. I don't mind that at all. But because it was so broken, you have to ask the question, did they go, you cannot look at this. One, you, you cannot have a video game version of it, a console game version of it, because it doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Well, is it standard practice to send out just the PC version of games to reviewers? I don't think so. I All think right. it depends on who they are and what they do, whatever. Right, right. So, but I wonder about like exclusively like PlayStation, maybe those things already exist as much anymore, like a, exclusively a PlayStation or exclusively an Xbox magazine or website or something. Yeah. Are they only able to get their hands on the PC version? Maybe, <clears throat> you know, generally a PC version will run and look better. So, you know, maybe that's something they do. They go, hey, look, this works. But I don't know has it ever happened when a game has been this broken. Yeah, I think this is like the most broken game ever, really, isn't it? I've seen some screenshots. It's unbelievable how bad it is. Yeah, a lot of hard crashes. Like, that's yeah. the thing. People cannot play it. Yeah. You know, it's not, oh, like, look, there's some frustrating things. You go to a mission. You go to a checkpoint to start the mission. It doesn't start. That's a pain in the hole. Yeah. Or the textures are popping a little bit later. That's not great, you know, to really be dealing. But apparently it's just the console just turns off. Jesus. You know, like, hard crashes. Didn't Diablo have similar for Diablo 2 or 3 people Did just couldn't get on at all because it was like online only or something and uh, people were like going ape shit over it I don't remember this that was one of the worst launches ever as well yeah. I mean yeah so but like the thing is did they say you cannot have a version of this because mm. of because it, we know it doesn't work and we don't want you really saying that because if they did mm. then that is a, that's a big big company um, taking advantage of the consumer and that's what makes me annoyed yeah I, I, you'll never find out it's one of those meat and bone secrets yeah a meat and bone secret yeah the secret society oh I don't know what you were talking about there. <laughs> I was like meat and potatoes <laughs> <laughs> my group meat and bones yeah I know your least secret club ever you keep talking about it <laughs> um, also just say one, one other thing is that uh, apparently to get this out for the date they wanted, they were trying to enforce 100-hour crunch work weeks on uh, their staff. No. Yeah. It's almost as bad as Naughty Dog. Yeah, well, it's a similar thing. And I, and I want to just bear me for one second. I'm sorry <laughs> if the, everyone's sick of this, right? But like, I heard, I was listening to a podcast earlier on, and they were talking about crunch in video games, and is it good or is it bad? And some, uh, and some people were kind of going, look, I did crunch for a bit, and... Um, you know, sometimes you have to do this stuff, but it's not great when it affects people's health. I don't know, or people are like, oh, sometimes I have to work weekends or work late and stuff. I don't know if people are aware of what crunch is like in the video game industry. Yeah. 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 Because people have to come in and then sometimes it's not, you know, you work half, you're meant to work half night till half six. So it's yeah. a long enough day anyway. Yeah. Sometimes it goes on, you're working till like eight, nine on when things are reasonably busy, right? And the problem is you don't just do it for um, when this big game launch is done. Because sometimes it's like, oh shit, we gotta hit the target of a trailer for E3 and then a playable demo for this launch. Keeps going and then, and exactly. Going. Yeah. And when so many of these staff are freelance, mm. they never leave the crunch because mm. they get rid of them as soon as it's quiet. Yeah, yeah. You know? And the thing is, they work often because they are on these freelance contracts and stuff like that. And when it's difficult to get unionized, they won't take them on, on um, they won't take them on contracts where they will get paid over time, you know? Or maybe they will give them a bit and stuff. Uh, but. That overtime pretty quickly disappears when you're a freelancer and you don't work for the two weeks afterwards. 
You know, it's pretty sad, and I say this because <clears throat> I always saw the tech industry, the game industry, as, like, the opposite of the corporate world, mm -hmm. really, you know, in terms of cultures, mm -hmm. you know, like, it, it was more about, like, your mental health and work-life balance and, like, not having to come in in a suit, you know, and yeah. making the office cool and fun and all this kind of stuff. We wear hoodies to work, it's exactly. cool. Exactly, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, so, I mean, that, 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 I mean, I guess no matter what your culture is, like, when money gets involved and like games are huge money now yeah you know the fun goes and you know the cynical dollar signs show up everywhere yeah and they destroy lives I think you know that that idea is kind of true though the kind of cool techy things but I think that's more something like Google kind of setup you know what I mean where you can have a nap pod and you can have your set breaks and stuff like that because they are so big yeah. they continue making the money that way but I don't know if it's shareholders or something or somebody mm. Um, I don't know what it is about some of these industries but like that's not on on doing that to, to those people and then also if there are some people who like oh look they're doing because they're being creative they get to do what they want that's not true of like the 20 year old intern who comes in and is doing something which probably is a bit mind numbing not very fun but also has to work like crunch yeah. doesn't have any input on the creative output of it but they're still there doing that yeah you know yeah, true um, anyway so I'd like to get away from that and talk about something cheery something fun Mm. Something that warmed my icy heart on this Christmas day. Yeah. Um, did you see the Nintendo Direct showing Super Mario Land? No. Shigeru Miyamoto himself gives you a tour. Wow. And it's brilliant. Is this VR or something? No, it's no. a YouTube video. He just, oh, I mean, okay, or, okay. You can see it on YouTube now, but he just did it. Did Nintendo Direct, they do them every once in a while to showcase something new. And the start of it, he pops out of a pipe, like a Mario-esque pipe. <laughs> and he's like, hello. He's like, it's me, Mario's dad. And uh, he's like, today we're not going to talk to you about video games. He's like, but I'm going to show you this. And it looks amazing. Yeah. It looks so cool. Um, and the animatronics. So you go in and you just like, you look at the uh, sort of display of an um, old school Mario game. It's that side-scrolling one. And... You can see all these different characters. So there's like a green shell spinning on the ground the exact same way it does. There's the plant that's the piranha, piranha, piranha plant moving and looking around. You've got like the blocks jumping up and down and everything. Yeah. You've got Yoshi moving the way he does. You've got the Goombas lined up as if they're off balance and they're moving back and forth. So there's so much going on. It's so, so cool. Excellent. It looks really good fun. Um, there's like a bit as well where like in the video Mario and Luigi come over to him to take a photo so he takes a photo and he's like yahoo and then uh, he goes okay go on now dad's gotta work yeah, <laughs> and he's like fun. waving goodbye to them so it looks really cool it does look really really fun I was a little disappointed by one thing mm -hmm. so two thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> so they do this thing which is quite cool where they give you like a wristband thing if you want it and when you go around you must buy mario money <laughs> <laughs> no it's that like you can um, you can play games in these attractions yeah. so for example you go and you see a block and you hit it with your wrist mm. and it registers that you've done it and then you get a coin on an app on your phone and you can do this with different parts of it and then when you get enough you can fight little uh, baby bowser yeah. So that's quite cool. But that seemed to be a lot of what they showed in this video. And I didn't see many team park rides. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that wasn't the idea of it. Because it it's a very gamified thing, which mm -hmm. is quite good. Because I think, like, for example, like when he's, there's a bit where he's eating popcorn. Uh, and, and instead of it just being like a, a popcorn bag or box and Mario's on the side of it, like you might see in Disneyland or something, it's, it's shaped like a star, like a Super Mario oh, star yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So just loads of little things like that are really cool. Yeah. There. 
you know, you walk through a bit and then you shrink. So they play the shrinking sound and then suddenly all the blocks are huge and everything. That's a great idea. So really, really clever stuff. The music's are unreal. You'll love this. When you go in the front door, it's a warp pipe. You walk through the pipe and the first thing you are is the front opening room of Peach's Castle wow. from Mario 64 and they're playing the music. That's amazing. And it's so cool. That's how you enter. Nintendo, if you're listening, if you want to sponsor our journey over there, we'll take the flights, risk of COVID or not, and we'll give you a... It doesn't matter how shit it is, you're going to get a great review. I'll say anything you want yeah. if you exactly. uh, pay for me to go exactly. over there. I will sell out so quickly. I will lie to these SOBs <laughs> listening right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it looks really, really good. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I, I, just, I know you're a huge fan of music, and the, yes. ma- the Mario music everywhere... It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, brilliant. I can't wait. I, I always love that about Disney World or Disneyland. Hmm. Where, is it Disney World? Yeah, Disneyland, where they have um, the music playing through yeah. the city, like, you know, and it's always great songs. So, yeah. Fantastic. Very good. Is that all your news? It's my news. All right, I have some stories. Right, so. Let me re- reiterate them to you one more again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I don't have lots of stuff, but. Um, yeah, actually, moving on for your Nintendo thing, uh, apparently Miyamoto revealed that he has a new toy that they worked on. You can see it here, Yusuf. Oh, they showed this in the video, It's yeah. available only in uh, Nintendo World. Mm. Um, and it's Mario being followed by, well, he's holding a little red shell and a flag, and if you move him forward, he walks. So that's what they've been working on in Nintendo, apparently, rather than a game. <laughs> well, what's quite cool about it is that's not battery-powered. Like, it moves like a little robot yeah. from you pushing it. Yeah. Well, you remember... Miyamoto started making toys didn't he uh, well it was a trading card kind of thing when he started no he did oh did he, he? yeah I think he was developing toys at the start uh-huh. um, but so you know fair play uh, he has to be like one of the most successful people ever doesn't he I mean the IPs he's made and like you know he's still there at Nintendo like he the shareholders must love him yeah he seems like he's Mr. Nintendo yeah. it seems like everything he touches turns to gold yeah. you know and like, and not even just old school stuff. And I don't know how much input he had, but something as recently as the more new games I play, the more I realize Breath of the Wild was absolutely groundbreaking for yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the thing is, they do it so often. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's like it's like second nature now, you know. But anyway, and there was a short story here in the Guardian um, by Keith Stewart, who looks very angry there in that photo. I don't know why. It reminds me of that photo of uh, Gary Donegan. I still remember his name. There was a story about him. He was allergic to onions and he hated the fact that onions were in everything. And he just looked very angry. <laughs> and the caption underneath the picture of him was, Gary Donegan, sick of onions. <laughs> what a weird thing for you to remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I remember it, but I do. <laughs> I didn't think anyone could be allergic to onions, you see. Well, okay, I can be allergic to whatever you want. And there's a funny name of this, actually. Dr. Jap Moniki. <laughs> Okay, uh, I think it's Yap. Whatever. Like Yap Stan. Oh, okay, fine. Okay, so what the story is basically is that um, basically the Guardian sent out this thing to ask which, which, uh, who, whom of their readers invert their controls. Oh. Their access controls, because yeah. apparently a lot of people do that. Right. And they want to understand why, and apparently some scientists got hold of the fact that they were doing this, and they got the data, and they were like, now they're doing studies into why Right. People, are their brains different? Why they're going for inverse controllers rather than your standard one? So I just thought it was interesting. That is quite interesting. Gaming pushing science forward, huh? Who'd have thunk it? Whenever I play, I always go for... Like, to me, 
you press up, you, I want the camera to look up. That's depends. how I do it. Depends for me. I was always like this until I was playing Kingdom Hearts and I was in a flying ship mm. and I could not get it right. Which is weird. I don't know why. Like, I don't remember the last game I played that was like, you move around 3D space like that. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. If you're flying something, you're pulling the stick up to go up, aren't you? Yeah. Down, I mean, <clears throat> and down to go forward. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see what comes of that. Not that I'm ever going to follow that story again. And there's another thing. Um, there was a never-before-seen Simpsons video game for the Dreamcast, apparently. Oh. You see this? No. You hear about this? <laughs> yeah, apparently it's the Simpsons Bug Squad. Uh, and uh, I don't know why there was bugs in it, but anyway, there was. And apparently what happened was um, um, somebody took a broken Dreamcast development kit... Mm-hmm. And they found this on it and they made it playable. So it was like a cancelled game or a game that was in pre-development oh, or right. whatever. So um, I thought that was really cool that there's people are still finding games for old consoles like the Dreamcast. So That's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently the channel is a Dreamcast channel on YouTube. is showcasing an unreleased tech demo for the year 2000 for attentively t- called The Simpsons Bug Squad. Um, it's from the long defunct Red Lemon Studios. Good name. I think in the year 2000, they need to cop on in trying to make, like, shitty, unrelated, Simpsons-related <laughs> games. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just love the colour scheme in The Simpsons. I'd play anything in that world. Look at it there. See Homer? Oh, it's like a... I'm surprised. like a 3D yeah. uh, game. It looks weird. Cell shaded. And look at the bug there running. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No connection with The Simpsons. But anyway. So that... Yep. Yeah. That's me. All right, all right. Well, then, you want to get into our awards? I do. Now, how do you want to do this? Which one do you want to do first? Which first do you want to do? One. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would like to first talk about the best game I played this year that wasn't from this year. Now, is that Yusuf's best game of this year? No. Or is this Yusuf's fave game of this year? No. Try again. (laughs) He's uh, reading the file names I sent him. Yusuf's game from another year? Yes, of course it's that one. <laughs> okay, fine. Here we go. Here's your soundtrack. Sounds great. Sounds like uh, some kind of Lord of the Rings hobbity. Um, it is God of War. Ah, okay, very good. The one, my game that you played that I didn't even open, that you opened on my behalf, even though I haven't played it or opened it. You should have played it by now. It was a birthday gift, and every day I think about how you disappointed me by not opening that game. <laughs> well, I wasn't ready to play it. Um, I didn't know that this game was going to be so good. Everybody was saying it, but I mean, I played the other older God of War games and I heard some things about it like um, it's a hack and slash nothing more no not that but that it's like all taken in one sh- in one take so there's no cuts anywhere throughout cuts? It, loading you mean? Uh, no yeah well, no loading but as in yeah it's all one shot like the camera never cuts so it's as oh, if it's a film yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it all the time follows through in one shot yeah so I heard that and I was like 
okay. I mean, I don't really care, to be honest. Um, yeah, those games are good fun. It's hack and slash. And, and all right. But I kept on just hearing everyone going, it's brilliant. Yeah. So when I gave it a go, and it is. It's not like the other ones at all. Yeah. The combat is really fun, but the story is amazing. Okay. It is probably in, as far as like a real world kind of goes, the best story lined game I've played on the PlayStation 4. Wow. Because the acting is excellent. Yeah. The guy who they got to play Kratos is he's from Stargate. Do you remember the guy? He's got like a the hate no not the hate. Oh him. The, yeah, the symbol in his head. Yeah, what was his name? Forget it. Yeah, I remember um, him. He's so good at it. Yeah. And it's just this lovely thing of like Kratos as a dad. Yeah. And um so the start of it the the game is um Kratos is his wife, his son's mom, has died. Yeah. And they want to go to perform like a, a ceremonial burying yeah. kind of thing. So it's just him and Kratos isn't what you expect. He's still like the, you know, monster, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's trying to be a good dad. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, so, so touching. It's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Um, you control the kid with like a bow and arrow with like um, the, one of the shoulder buttons. Yeah. So you are always finding with Kratos with his uh, axe that he uses and the kid fires the arrows from the side. Um, and you need to just like intelligently use both at the same time. Mm. Um, and it's just it's just it's so good. And they also do that thing of, um, as I was saying that uh, Nino Kuni does, where they've got like a character with like a Scottish accent, oh, yeah. and it's just, just the way he talks and his cadence and the you know the humor. It just it it, it just has a, comes from a place, you yeah, know. And yeah. I, you know, and so it's great voice acting all the way through. They are now in the world of the. Um, Norse gods mm. so it's like all about Thor and everything so it pulled on that instead of the Greek gods um, it's just it's got this so much to flesh out um, it's just a, it's a really really good game it, it does it all so well I mm-hmm. highly recommend it Yeah. so that's your best game that you've played this year that wasn't released this year yeah 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 so okay. that's one that was in my own backlog that I got and very a chance good. to go through very good Yeah. actually I was watching a YouTube video yesterday by Gabor Mate you know him? no He's really famous, um, like a, a quote unquote addiction specialist, but he's like a, I think he's a psychiatrist. All right. And there's just, you talking about fatherhood there, remind me that he said that in his belief, all addictions come from some kind of childhood trauma. Really? Yeah. He, he said all addictions. And he was, you know, he was talking about how your first three years with your kids are like, the ground the first seven years are crucial mm. but the first three years are like you know the the, the base of it yeah but uh yeah he was uh definitely taught me a thing or two about parenting let me tell you i think i saw something where so you know the way our, our brains develop and you, like it's really easy to learn language as when you're a kid that's a pretty well-known idea yeah um because apparently after 12 that part of your brain actually dies you know, it changes. Your brain starts going through puberty and you become a different person, different human creature. Yeah. Um, and in the same way that happens, apparently when you're, by the time you're two, yeah. you already, if you don't learn empathy yeah, by that point, yeah, yeah. you never fully understand it. Yeah. You might do something because you know societally you should do it. Mm. But the idea of you knowing that no, actually, a part of... Because when you're a kid, everything is about you. You, do, yeah, you aren't aware yeah. anybody else is alive. So when you learn that one, your brain is still forming, you then become a better idea of, yeah. okay, I, I see that they're, I'm not the centre of the universe. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I would think... No, I don't know this, but I would think that probably selfishness is kind of more... I would have thought empathy is more 
inbuilt in you you know what I mean genetically I don't know I could be wrong I could yeah. be wrong but anyway that's very interesting but yeah so don't know how we got into that but anyway anyway um, so what, go on then what is your best game that you played from another year from another year I mean, you're gonna you know exactly what this game is yes it is Leisure Suit Larry <laughs> <laughs> no alright here we go What was it, Yusuf? Was it? Horizon Zero Dawn. Of course it was. Yeah. I love that soundtrack because it kind of sounds, you know, natural, mm. if you know what I mean? Like wilderness and all that kind of stuff and forest, but then it also has the kind of mechanical thing behind it, mm. you know? But um, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, if people want to hear what I think about Horizon Zero Dawn, just listen to the last six <laughs> episodes, but um, yeah, I just thought it was amazing. I, I, you know, it was one of those games that I remember seeing like a demo before it was launched and thinking, wow, this looks great. Yeah. But never actually getting around to playing it. Um, so, really amazing game. Like, I love the characters in it. Love yeah. loved the graphics. I loved the hunting. I love the enemies. I love the weapons. Um, I loved everything about mm. this game. It was just so well done, it was so polished. Um, it was so enjoyable like it was a place where you wanted to be in for a long time yeah you know yeah. not even doing a story just walking around hunting rabbits you know all that kind of stuff so uh, just a beautiful amazing game I love the combat in this game yeah. I think it's just the idea of you know we're kind of used to certain things in video games of there being um, a weak point that an enemy has and stuff but there being different types of weak points that affects the enemy in a different way yeah um and that happening in a quick paced fully 3d world where they move pretty quick so it's not like you're playing um and this is also a great game but it's not like you're playing resident evil mm. and you need to shoot the zombie in the head and that's gonna be better mm. but in the later ones you can shoot them in the knee and then they fall down that but it's a giant flying bird <laughs> yeah you know yeah. which is moving quickly and you move quickly and different weapons will work in different ways i just think it's it's so so well done yeah I, w- I would say that this would be amazing with the new haptic feedback as well yeah from like I love yeah I love firing a bow with any controller yeah it's just yeah. so much fun but um, yeah so that's objectively not objectively my best game of the year that wasn't made in 2020 right yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn it's a great game it's a great yeah. game yeah alright so next I'm going to say what I think is objectively the best game I have played this year I know what it's going to be do you? Yeah. I'll play some music to it. Yep.
all along Come facing twilight lonely long Without the clue Without a sign Without grasping it The real question to be asked Where have I been? I'm a chef chef too All right, I didn't know what that was. Who was it? Yes. You took you by surprise. I did. Yeah, shit. <laughs> it is Persona 5 Royal. Ah, I believe it's pronounced Royal. There's no E at the end. Yeah, but I'm saying Royal. <laughs> it's a McRoyale. You can't beat a chicken Royale from Burger King, can you? You know, I haven't eaten Burger King or McDonald's for years. And sometimes I'm walking through for the house. Years. And I just think of a Big Mac. And I'm like... <laughs> God damn it, I'd love one. I'm not a Big Mac fan. They're okay. But I go in and I usually I just get like three Euro burgers. What's wrong with you? It's the best stuff. I don't you want student. the other stuff. That's what students do. Um, I mean, Burger King burgers, the special ones they do are way better than McDonald's burgers. Maybe. Oh yeah, they're because they're real burgers. Yeah, I mean, they're dearer. It's like nine quid for a meal. Yeah. But. But, like, I remember when Return of the Mac by, by Mark Morrison came out 20 years ago. I said McDonald's should launch on that shit and put that on their ad. <laughs> Took them 20 years. They put it on this year. I had that oh, idea yeah. 20 years ago, McDonald's. All right? I sure they thought of it. I could have. They should have. I could have. They would have. He was arrested. He's too dangerous. He used to go around with handcuffs on him, remember? <laughs> Did he? Yeah, my interviews. Morrison. Yeah, handcuffs. That song about how he got his heart broken. He doesn't seem like exactly. a tough guy. Why not sing my comeback song? <laughs> I remember you used to say that song was about a man returning a Big Mac. Exactly. <laughs> Most annoying joke I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, go on. What tell us about Persona Five? So, so Persona Five came out in 2019, but Persona Five Royal came out in 2020. It's Royal. <laughs> uh, in 2020, at least in Europe. I think in Japan it came out a little bit earlier. And I never played the first, uh, uh, the original version. And when I looked up what the differences were in it, and I cannot believe how big the differences were. It's not just, oh, here's an extra section. It's not like, here's the Ultimate Edition, with, like, which is like a DLC plugged onto it. Um, it's They added like a character and mechanics to how you fight. And it's so, so good. Mm. Um, and from that music, it's just a cool place to be and you go around these, all these different parts of Japan um, and you I just I think the storyline's great and it's quite deep and there's a good peril involved with it they do this really cool thing with dungeons where so basically you go into the mind of somebody else mm. um, and that's where you kind of do your, your fighting and, and your kind of dungeon exploring and when you go in sometimes usually you have like a limit of oh look this something's going to happen in the real world in two weeks yeah. you need to sort this thing out before then bit like a Londra, isn't it? Going into people's dreams yes. and stuff. Yeah, which I always think is a really good idea. You know what I mean? Because it just, it just seems real then because you're dealing with real people's yeah, emotions, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so you go into the thing and then sometimes the dungeons are really big and you can't get by a certain point mm. until you trigger something in the real world. Mm. And sometimes it's too difficult so you have to go in earlier and you have to try and unlock different things and you make progress on dungeons as you're going through. Unless you get uh, some reasonably difficult to get items your kind of MP will keep going down mm-hmm. and that doesn't sort of get restored until you go back to the real world and rest. So it encourages you to keep kind of going and exploring and then coming back. And it's just, it's so, so good. Great. It's a brilliant, brilliant game. It's a long game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd recommend it to you because no. I think you need to play it 
I mean, I think you you probably need to go maybe the first three hours you won't really do anything. Mm. Like I mean anything. Um but it's so so good. The music is unbelievable, the soundtrack's great. Like that's a small sample of like you're just walking around the back streets of um a little village in Japan and stuff and all looks so cool. Wow. But then also a lot of it is like far more action y um There's vocals in all the songs? No. Not in all the songs, no. Not in all the songs. Um the just the combat is great, the storyline's really good. Um it looks brilliant. It's that kind of anime looking style. Mm. I just, it's such an excellent game. And you look at the ratings of it and it's in the high 90s. You know, people are just like, this game is excellent. But it's just, it's the most complete game I've played this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could quit my job and then just play this game nonstop. <laughs> I'm not paying you to do that, neither any of the listeners. <laughs> Probably going to find me, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Spent every penny I had. <laughs> okay. All right, great. I've heard great things about Persona 5 as well, and I love uh, games shot in Japan. So, you know, hmm. fantastic. Good. I didn't expect it. All right, so that was your best, uh, obje- objectively your best game in yes. 2020. But not my favourite game. Not your favourite game. You've made this, this, this section of this so complicated. You know that? Because I, cause I, because I think sometimes, like, you know, some, someone's favourite film isn't, you know, like my favourite film is Jurassic Park. I'm aware that I've seen better films though. Yeah. But I rather Jurassic Park. All right. Okay, so we have three best games of the year, just so you know, people. And I've added more categories in because Yusuf is an idiot. <laughs> well, I also I didn't want to be negative. I didn't want to go. Here's you can the be negative. Here's the uh, well, what are your one of your categories? Biggest disappointment of the year. There's a biggest. Are you knew was going to be here. <laughs> it's trying to avoid this. This is why I gave you three best options. But I have three best options as well. You are such a grumpy <laughs> shit. I'm like, hey Newman, why don't you tell me your three favorite games of the year? You're like, ah, well, this one was a disappointment. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. So this is objectively for me the best game of the year. Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Yeah. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying a couple of things, right? I didn't play too many games that were released this year. All right? Um, That song was the only song that I remember in the whole game that was completely true to the original. (laughs) But looking back, apart from Shinra headquarters... Mm. And the fact Red 13 wasn't playable. I think it was a pretty good game. And it was objectively the best game I played this year. Right. Released this year. Now, as I said, 
this prefaces that I, I don't think it's the best game ever. I don't think it's an amazing game, but it is the best game I played this year. I really enjoyed certain sections of it, um, particularly meeting Ares for Aerith for the first time. You know, go, I remember like when you're leaving the church and you're hopping over the rooftops. Yeah. I remember just looking around and saying, "Wow, this is gorgeous." Yeah, yeah. you know, and I felt like I was back in the original Final Fantasy. The way in my brain it looked. Yeah, you know, originally playing it. Um, things I didn't like about it as well, but I think you know, with the weight of 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 you know expectation, this game would have brought on. Um, with all the boxes they had to tick with all the new fans and all, you know there were so many things they had to get right yeah. they did a pretty decent job hurts me to say that but they did so you know minus a couple of things like the whatever the whispers and fighting Sephiroth already um, you have to fight Sephiroth already why? because otherwise you weren't going to fight him until like in that game at all and the thing is when we first played the original Final Fantasy, I agree. I agree with you a, a huge amount of what you say. Uh, it's a, I really like that game. I think it's a really good game, um, and there definitely are flaws in it. There are some things they don't do better. The way they recreated some of the earlier stuff is excellent. Um, Bard's excellent. Bard is great. Bard is so good. Um, all the characters are actually. I, lo- I love all of them. Um, but the thing is when you the first time when you were a kid playing Final Fantasy 7 and you leave Midgar you're like whoa this is not the game I thought it was yeah. this is huge yeah. that was just this tiny little section you right in that point you hardly progress in the storyline at all yeah. like think about how much changes think about how much more stuff you do in the first disc alone yeah. so who is the villain then you know what I mean who is the villain of the first disc because that game still needs a final boss. Does it? Yeah, if you played a game that didn't have a final boss, it just kind of petered out. You know, or if it was the big mechanical thing on the road. Yeah. You know. But I, see, for me, the, the beauty about Sephiroth is he's this mysterious figure. You don't know what the hell's going on with him. He's mm. killing everyone he's coming past. He's leaving huge cut marks in steel. Yeah. Um he's disappearing he's haunting you Mm. in your dreams and then you see him in your memories and you actually fight with him in your memories in the past and you see how incredibly strong he is yeah it builds this 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 weight of anticipation and fear of him you know and it's building and building and building and building and building like you know Um, so I, I mean personally I don't agree I probably shouldn't I mean I know games now are huge you couldn't make Final Fantasy 7 remake in one disc or yeah. whatever in one whatever sitting but um, whatever I don't know how they would have done yeah. it but I was just disappointed by it but listen uh, objectively it was a very good game yeah. and I was impressed with it I, I, I do I, I agree with you that like doing it the other way because in the original Final Fantasy 7 you leave Midgar then you go to Calm and then Kyle tells you the story of Sephiroth yeah. and before that your first real interaction with him is when the door is unlocked and he kills everybody in Shinra yeah. and President Shinra's got the sword through his back and I do that moment was better in the original way better I it definitely definitely agree like, with you yeah. and then you go and you see the Midgar Zalem the big snake that's stabbed through on the pike and you're just like and then it's the thing of like what is he yeah. you know it's yeah. just like you know because you have to the only way you can get by the one that you have to deal with is run yeah. you can't even think about facing yeah. it and he seems to have physically put a spike through it yeah. so I do agree with you that's a better way of building the character but Without them introducing a new villain, how do you do it? Because even if you think about like 
High Dagger and Scarlet and stuff like that. You uh, and Hojo, you eventually fight them in the third disc or second disc. Yeah, the motorcycle guy. Why didn't they put him in He's, again? Well, say, well, yeah, he was a new thing because then, like, because it's cool that they filled up that world a little bit yeah. with some of those characters. Yeah. But the thing is, the character that's all based around you, they all do get their conclusion, but in two in a disc and a half time. Oh crap! What? I realise that I'm after. That isn't my objectively the best game. <laughs> <laughs> No, hold on, it is. That is objectively the best game, sorry. <laughs> if people could only see Yuzu's face right now. You idiot. <laughs> you made these categories so bloody complicated. I could, didn't know what I was doing. It wasn't like, that difficult. Pick three of your favourite games. Once from the past, once objectively the best, but once the actual best. No, I said, what is the best game you played this year? What's your favourite game you played? Ah, oh, forget about it. Anyway, that's objectively the best game I did play. Well, it's I not my favourite game <laughs> of the year. Yeah, that's what it's meant to be, yeah. Is it? I thought it was objectively the best game, but not the game that I enjoyed most released no. this year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, objectively, yeah, not the one you enjoyed the See, most. See, even you're confused. No, but well, then what, did, what, what game did you mean to put in for this part then? This was the game that I see as objectively the best game of the year that was released okay, this yeah, year. That's what but not my favourite of this year. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's meant yeah, to be. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are confused. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Let's yeah. just do my best. <laughs> Let's just do my favourite game of the year. So, Yusu's favourite game of this year. That's him as well. Yeah. Like the same song. Yeah, no, yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> we won't be able to play this. No, no, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. When you pressed it the first you, time. You did that well. Thank you. You pretended, I mean, you were acting like you have no idea I would select this, and then yeah. you selected it. Well, because when you pressed it the first time, I thought you were going to go, oh shit, wrong button, like you do every week. <laughs> <laughs> and then go, well, there's a surprise. And then I was like, oh, no way. And I can't believe we picked the exact same song as go. well, yeah. yeah. Because that song's a fucking banger. It's a brilliant song. Yeah. And then in that moment when you're fighting Genova. Yeah and like oh listen back to it and that's the third phase as well because yeah. you fight her too and it's similar to what the Genova song is or, or th- that one from the original Final Fantasy yeah. and then it kind of builds up again and it gets similar again but it's not quite and then the third phase and it actually does become it and it's like wow yeah. okay did you uh, do you find it hard to get that soundtrack no that song did you Google? I found it hard it was like they were deleting it everywhere on YouTube really good yeah. I found it last night alright um, anyway this to me, it's got. I see because I do agree with you. It has flaws, and basically, I feel like a lot of the new stuff they did, like you know, it's it's about five hours too long. Yes, and all the new stuff they added in, is I think is the problem. Yeah, you know what I mean. The whispers. The, I, I didn't mind the whispers at the beginning. I thought they were kind of an, and I I kind of like the idea of them trying to fight the physical embodiment of, of destiny. You know, I kind of like the idea of that. But what I thought it was at the beginning was so you know later on in the Final Fantasies and this one as well, you do see in that sorry in Final Fantasy Seven, you see the guys with the black cloaks on them. Yeah, I thought that the whispers were them. They were these people that Genova was calling through Sephiroth to um, come to the reunion, and I thought it was just like basically it was her. And it, and I thought, okay, that's quite cool. Yeah. And that's quite, you know, that she's trying to stop, she's trying to get in the way and stuff like that, that they're not, her power isn't just this, um, these people, you know what I mean? These yeah. failed experiments, but there actually is a sort of similar to the live stream, her equivalent of it. Yeah. And it's just going to build up into this thing. 
and then it's not you know and I just I and then the fact that they spoilers reduce bring Barrett back to life mm. I'm like no because you've now introduced something yeah that is more powerful than the main villain of the game yep um and that just doesn't make sense that's what Nomura does yeah he gets his hand on Kingdom Hearts and he gets his hand on this and he just yeah so I think I mean Nomura did have a part in the first Final Fantasy he did but and Final Fantasy 8 what happened to him so I do agree that but I think the way this does boss battles is unbelievable yeah the boss battles are fantastic I, the, I think the best I've ever played you know yeah. the, the fact that it just it's not just a, a, a normal enemy which has twice the HP and takes one and a half as much health yeah it's just so different the way they move around the way you have to fight them the amount of them there are I love how true it stayed to some things the fact that it put in like the hell house as an enemy when yeah that it was great does not make any sense yeah. in this world it doesn't need to no it doesn't you know the cloud dancing was really funny I love just being in this uh, like the slums and looking up and seeing the plate above you yeah that yeah. time was so cool yeah it looks amazing yeah I love it. I love the uh, the characters are great. As you said, Barrett is amazing. Yeah. His facial animation is so good. I like, guess yeah. the first time I've seen a game where you're able to see the subtlety of a facial emotion. Yeah. Of like, like that bit where he goes into Aerith's er- or Ares's man's house and realizes Marlene is upstairs. Yeah. And like he just like you know it's realization then looking up and do you remember like a game tried to do that before where I can't remember the game is it Eleanor or something like you're an investigator and you are meant to tell by the facial expressions of the people <laughs> if they're lying no. and they all just pull like these <laughs> mad expressions they say something normally and then because they have to exaggerate because the technology wasn't there they just yeah. wildly pull a crazy you know their eyes go as wide as it can it's like yeah. well clearly this person is lying and I'm meant to think that they're lying <laughs> but this does it where you know you can get that little bit of detail um, and I loved it and for me yeah it's got it's got its problems but I think about this game again and again the um like fighting stuff at the end was cool mm-hmm. you know it felt cool it lo- and i looked at the advent children fight of cloud and Sephiroth, and it looked better in the game yeah it did, you know yeah. like it looked better as well, a better it's quality much later yeah but the action yeah. but this is a video game yeah like yeah. you know like yeah. you play it it's first off knocked it out of the park in terms of graphics apart from when you're climbing the wall there was stages that that looked terrible but it, like um when you're trying to get into mid yeah I don't remember that looking bad. Yeah, it was parts yeah. that looked really terrible in the distance or whatever. But, um, yeah, no, because I wouldn't have thought Square Enix were known for their graphics, but they were stunning in this. Yeah, I just I thought it was yeah. it was so good. Um, also, like, coming back... Uh, so after I finished it, I went back and I fought, like, the super boss, the, the kind of challenges, and then doing that, and then, like, seeing how, like, other people did it with, like, Tifa, and just realising how complex her fighting style yeah 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 and just yeah. going this is like this is a game on its own yeah, yeah you know yeah. so and the cloud fights can be dense so does Barrett and then so does Eret mm. and just kind of being like okay this is excellent mm. you know and the way sometimes it, like people are able to juggle and move from one special to another and then another and then another and just talk oh it's, just, it's great yeah, yeah it's definitely got faults so this is what I meant like because I love this game um, but I'm aware I definitely play better games yeah yeah. All right, all right. Well, that's funny. Objectively, my best and your favorite. Yeah. So now on to my favorite. Yeah. 
That game doesn't sound like it came out in 2020. Well, it did. Really? Oh, yes. Streets of Rage. <laughs> I don't know. Duke Nukem World Tour. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think you've talked to me about this at all. I have, actually. If you listened to the podcast, you would have heard. You know I never listened to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, on the Switch. Oh, right. Yeah. It was a really good game. Wow. Really enjoyed it. Um, they bundled a load of stuff in there. Um, just so much fun wow. so much fun um, you know just kind of mindless fun yeah. you know going around shooting destroying aliens um, and one of the things that I find funniest of all is the thing that kickstarts kickstarts Duke's fight against the alien scum is that they mess with his TV signal <laughs> <laughs> like you know, one of the best games I played this year as well was Doom. Yeah. And just sometimes the way games do that, it's just, you know, let's just go and, and make this fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I thought it was, you know, it was a good price. It was uh, portable, of course, with the Switch. Um, you know. Is this a remaster of the old ones or is it a completely yeah. new game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Remaster of the old ones. Okay. Yeah, but there's a couple of them in it. Right. You know, and um, there were times where you had to really kind of go back to the level and figure out what you have to do next. It wasn't straightforward. Oh, I'm just going to shoot my way through here. You had to find hidden areas and, you know, and there were secrets everywhere and, you know, you could get jetpacks and stuff and, um, you know, it was just a really fun game. Wow. So was it like just a graphical update or did they like, redo the controls and everything? The control, well, I don't know if they do the controls, but it was like remastered and redone, and you could flick between the old, yeah, do you know, old one and the new one. So it looked pretty good. I liked it a lot. All right. Did it feel like dated a bit? No, no, okay. As in, the controls all felt fine to you. Controls felt fine. Uh-huh. Now, there wasn't much aiming. <laughs> I mean, you just shot the shotgun in the direction of the aliens and they died, you know, yeah. but um, it didn't have to be perfect. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. that's quite good. Didn't so. expect that, did you? No, I mean, I should have expected some sort of old, re-polished game from 20 years ago. Well, remastered and released in 2020. Okay. Uh, that fits within your stringent rule set, doesn't it? I don't think it's mental <laughs> to ask for games made in 2020 to ask you to re- or release in 2020 for this list of best games from 2020. Now, on to my three special categories that I invented. Okay, go on then. <laughs> this is shit. No, no, no. So, this is my most fun game of the year. Oh. Smash Ultimate. Yes, I just thought this game was just tremendous fun. Yeah, um, really well done. Like as I was telling you before, everything you click is like, yeah. Sound effects are fantastic. Uh, Donkey Kong is fantastic. Um, so much bang for your buck. You know the Sephiroth reveal was great the other week. So you know can't go wrong with this game. So uh, you know tremendous fun. Well done, Nintendo and Shigeru. Yeah, this was a really, really good game. Um, actually, I'm going to borrow it back off you because uh, I want to get the Sephiroth <laughs> DLC. Oh, okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. Okay. Really, really good game. Good. So now my biggest disappointment of the year. Oh, boy.
I don't know. You do know. You played it this year. Did I? Yep. The This dead air time doesn't go well with podcast Yusuf. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil 3. Oh. Did you play it? Of course I played it. I don't remember. Do you listen to this podcast? I used to talk a lot of shite. You, know, you talk a lot of shite. We both bought it and I returned it to yes, sex. I remember. Yeah. I recall. That's CEX, if anybody's <laughs> wondering. Um, yeah, you know what? I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. I really understand it. Because uh, Resident Evil 2 was so good. The remake. It was brilliant. Yeah, I loved that game. <clears throat> um, Tree... Just they reuse so much of the assets of it again and again. It wasn't as much fun. It felt like what Capcom have a bad name for. Yeah. Um, like and just and the fact they tacked on the multiplayer thing. Like, yeah, maybe that's cool and stuff like that. But you can't go oh you get this when it's like that's not why people are getting the game. Yep. And I know that the the Resident Evil Three the original one was shorter. It was a shorter game than the other ones. Like it didn't have the two person kind of way to play through. But it had more. Yeah. You know? It wasn't that crap. So, yeah. Sorry, Capcom. I know this is very quickly my best retro game of this year. Lilac Wars. Yes. What, this is an old game you picked up again for the first time in a while? Just, yeah. Hadn't played it for a long time. Right. So my favourite retro game of the year, Lilac Wars for the N64. Play it, people. It's a, it is a good game. It's yeah. a very good game. I've got a couple of honourable mentions. So yes. these are So these are games I haven't played, but are just meant to be absolutely excellent and they might be on a lot of people's lists, right? Yeah. So apparently, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is an RPG yeah, because it's a game. Remember, I was talking to you about it before. You can be an idol, or you can be a pastry chef on your party and yeah. beat up people. It looks absolutely mental. I cannot wait to get this game. Yeah. Cannot wait for it. Uh, Demon Souls. Yeah. Apparently, it's excellent. Yeah. Looks really, really good fun. Um, just like the, the, the. You know, these games are like, you know, Dark Souls um, and like Dark Souls 3, like the most recent one isn't really known for its graphics like not that they're bad but I mean it's not kind of a selling point I know this is next generation but just seeing the way in this one they use like the same animation of like a backstab on somebody yeah it just looks excellent it looks so so good um, I haven't played it but Animal Crossing oh, a yeah. lot of people love that game yeah I heard about that yeah a lot of people love that game uh, Ghost of Tsushima ah yeah I can't wait to play that. Getting that for Christmas yeah I actually think when I first was I, I when it first kind of came out somebody I heard one or two people say that look it, it maybe it's not that excellent it kind of um, it's just a bit of the same sort of thing that you get from these kind of games um, I heard that from a couple of sources and then since then I haven't heard that at all and mm. I said on the podcast so I want to take that back uh, so many people are saying that this was their game of the year yeah, yeah. meant to be so good uh, and then another one Doom Eternal oh yeah yeah. Uh, another game that's just meant to be fantastic and I played the Doom the Doom 2016 for the first time this year oh Doom Eternal is different to that Doom yeah Oh, because Doom, the original kind of re- remake, it's known as like Doom twenty sixteen. Yeah, came out twenty sixteen, 
uh, and it was brilliant. Such a good game. That yeah. could have been on my list. Okay. That easily could have okay. been on my list. That was so much fun. And then Eternal is the the latest kind of version of it, okay. which came out this year. All right. Um, really, really good. If I do a quick disappointed game, yeah. I would do the Street Fighter Five that I got. Even though it was uh, a free yeah. one. Was that it, released this year? No, it wasn't. But just of a game I played yeah, this year, yeah. it was just an absolute piss take. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't like Resident Evil. Capcom again. Yeah. Dear oh dear. Uh, I played Soul Calibur as well. That also felt like an absolute piss take. Yeah, I remember that. Capcom again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a shame because I think of last year, Resident Evil Two was the best game I played. Yeah, I fucking love that. I game. know it was brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now. Going to the quiz? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oops. Test your might. I forgot to hotkey the Hank Hill sound. Just impersonated. Woo, Lulu. Woo, Lulu. <laughs> All right. All right. Question numero uno. Yes, sir. Um... As you know, the theme of this is twenty twenty. You know, being a, a, a you know a decent uh, year for gaming. Yeah. Let's see what you remember about it. Well, apparently nothing. You, from con- <laughs> you contemporary bastard. Uh, what big step did Activision Blizzard take in January following the cessation of one of their contracts? The what of one of their contracts? The end. Oh, oh, cessation. As in I ce- said cessation. As in the cease it. Is it? No, cess, like cease, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, cease and desist this line of questioning and answer my question. Uh, um, was it to... God, it seems like it's so long ago. Was this anything to do with the Hong Kong independence? Oh. No, they signed an exclusive deal with Google to broadcast all of their esports content. Oh, right. No more Twitch. Right. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, question number two. What big event occurred at Rockstar Games in March of this year? Big event? Uh, a 20-year anniversary? Co-founder and lead writer Dan Hauser left the company. Right. <laughs> oh, you, you, you pretend you know, you know the year, so... <laughs> I know everything that happened in the year, including when somebody left their job. <laughs> Okay, in what month of the year this year did Sony unveiled the PlayStation 5's design? Oh, it was quite late. I'm going to say September. Damn it. No, it was June. Was it? Yeah. Right. Okay, now. You'll receive a nice bonus when the work is done. Bonus question. What species is Robocop listed under on his personal Wikipedia page? Species? Yeah. Robo-humanoid? <laughs> no, Yusuf, I'm afraid it's uh, human formerly cyborg currently. <laughs> That's not a species. <laughs> That's what it says. He's still a human. <coughs> Not according to his personal Wikipedia page, Yusuf, so... You fail! Is he a cyborg? Did you not hear what I just said? I mean, as in... Like... Uh, traditionally, <laughs> is the cyborg not also mean like the melding of human as well? Or can it mean? 
He is a melding of human and machine. Yeah, but I mean, it's me. But I mean, generally, you don't need to be not human and now a cyborg. As in, cyborg itself is a melding of both of those things. But I asked you what he was listed under on his personal Wikipedia page of species. Yeah, no, I'm not debating the question. I'm debating. <laughs> this doesn't matter anyway. Oh you're right. It doesn't matter. Have a happy new year, yeah. everybody. <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying this show. Yeah. So listen, everyone. We thank you so much for this year. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's been a very tough year. Um, a lot of had a lot of challenges personally and you know collectively as as a species um, of humans so um, we hope that 2021 is going to be better for all of us um, you know I hope that the podcast has helped you in some way maybe to rekindle some old memories or just have a laugh or whatever it is um, yeah we, we thank you for rating for us thank you for listening to us thank you for everything and we love you all every single last one of you including you Yovanda um, so <laughs> so yeah uh, this is the last episode of this year who knows what's going to come next year mm-hmm. yeah so anything else you want to add Yusuf um, I echo all that thank you everybody all of our uh, listeners who have listened all the way through um, our new listeners from all around the world that's absolutely amazing you know it's, it's such a mental thing to see mm-hmm. so thank you so much for that um, and yeah next year might be a bit shite this Christmas might be a bit different for everybody um, but it's been a pretty good year of games you know so hopefully if you haven't um, got a chance to play some of those other games now would be a good time to do so um, and yeah have a look at some of the, that we've mentioned today and they come with our seal of, pr- of approval yeah and that's very hard to get um, harder with one of us <laughs> exactly <laughs> so Merry Christmas everyone and have a Happy New Year goodbye bye bye